You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you if you're buying a piece of the fitness equipment and you're very out of shape and you haven't exercised for a long time, you should talk to your doctor about it first. That once you get this bike, just try out all the different classes starting at 20 minutes. If you can do a 20 minute class, just try them all out. Don't try to follow the instructions in terms of the resistance and the cadence in the class. Just try them out, get your feel for what instructors work for you, and then start taking a little bit more of those classes. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 269. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hello. Hi. So, uh, super excited. Knock, fingers crossed. We get our COVID test tomorrow for our cruise. So, hopefully, we're going on a vacation this time. We'll let you know next week. Yes. We might be on a boat. <laughs> we might not. If not, we'll, next week's episode will be very, very crabby. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we're going to do something a little different at the top of the show. Yeah. Um, normally, we just kind of do like a roundup of like, oh, here's little things that happen and then go into the show. But we didn't really know where to file this. Yeah. It's a, t- it's a, it's a toughie. Yeah. And so we're just going to talk about it right here. And it is Peloton related. So if you skip past this part, you're missing out. You're going to be um, sad later. So... <laughs> This is a conversation <laughs> Crystal and I have been having kind of for what, two weeks now? Yep. Yeah, off air. Mm-hmm. And so we just want to preface this by saying, and it's the title of the show, so that's what we're talking about. We want to preface this by saying we don't know anything. Nothing. Right? Like we have no no inside information that we're dressing up. Like this is entirely conjecture and speculation. So... But but we're pretty good at conjecture and speculation. I mean, not to say we got we have this right. right. I'm not saying that, but I am saying it's not like this is the very first time we've ever had conjecture and gone somewhere with yes. it. Yes, and so the question we've been asking ourselves because things have been a little different, different mm-hmm. over at Tonal 
mm-hmm. lately. So yes. uh, let, let me give a brief history. Yes. Uh, so at Tonal a couple weeks ago, and, and we did talk about this on the show mm-hmm. that um, that Tonal had to cut 35 percent of their workforce in the reports in the news and the official statement for from Ali Arati was that it was kind of in preparation for an IPO. Right. But then things got a little weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know another word for it. Uh, and the thing is, is that then rumors started spreading and they are rumors yeah. that the L.A. studio where they film out of has been closed down. Then it became rumored that the L.A. West Coast instructors were no longer going to be there because they were all pulled from the schedule for a minute and they're still off the schedule at this moment i thought a handful of them had a couple came back for live classes but the live class schedule all of the west coast instructors were removed then a couple came back that's it right and and this is like three weeks out because i i we're in the second week of august right now on the schedule Mm -hmm. live schedule and none of the other west coast instructors are on the schedule at this point none of them so um The thing is, is that if you were preparing for an IPO, you would never have a rumor out there that you're getting rid of these instructors, whether it's true or not. I'm not saying they're actually getting rid of those instructors. I just want to be very clear about that. But when people asked the question of Tonal, the question was answered. We can't talk about it. No comment. And that is different. If you were doing a layoff and you got rid of people, you would just simply say, we're done with these people. Right. It's sad. Let's all move on. Yeah. But that's not what they said. They said no comment. And that got us to thinking, maybe this is actually in preparation for a sale because or some kind of agreement moving right. forward. Because yeah. what happens when you do that? You get lean. Right. You get lean in preparation for that. And there's also some other elements that make us wonder if there's some sort of Peloton tonal partnership sale merger acquisition we don't know because obviously peloton's in a weird spot right now to attempt to purchase anything they don't really have any cash right and their stock is you know hovering at an all-time low so it it would seem odd for them to shell out a bunch of cash so that's why we're like maybe it's not a full-on purchase Uh, we don't know but this coupled with the fact that one tonal has not removed any of their New York instructors from the schedule. Mm-hmm. And two, Peloton canceled their, their tonal-like device. Their tonal-like device. And so when you start zooming out and kind of looking at this all in concert, you start to wonder, like, wait, these pieces are aligning. If, if this isn't aligning for this reason... It's a whole lot of coincidences getting stacked on top of each other right now. Yeah, I feel pretty confident Tonal has an agreement in the making with someone. I am not confident that it's Peloton, but I can make a very, very strong case that it's Peloton. And it makes sense because we have said since the day we found Tonal, they would be a beautiful partnership together. Just absolutely beautiful. Ali Arati has sung the praises of Peloton and would love to have some kind of agreement with them. And Peloton wants to, they want to create content. They don't want to create equipment with Tonal. They can do that. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think we're going to find out 
fairly soon. I say in the next 30 days, right. maybe. And, you know, it would also give Peloton a piece of equipment that one is unlike anything else that's out there. It would elevate their strength game. And that same piece of equipment could be used as a mirror like device if they wanted to go down that road. Because right now, like all these other pieces of equipment that, that are out there are that are connected fitness right that are second to peloton they all came after peloton yeah they're all i mean they're kind of lame and they're pale imitations of peloton they're trying to create the same thing that peloton did and none of i'm not saying they're not equipment that you can use not what i'm saying right what i'm saying is what peloton created was magical right and everyone else is trying to capitalize off that and tonal is by far in my opinion the only other piece of equipment that even un- comes close and it's unique yeah. and different and would be an excellent compliment to peloton and both companies in my mind are amazing both companies could only grow together so and i and we both feel like there's lots of people who have pelotons that are resistant to tonal because they don't want a second monthly subscription which i get mm-hmm. and and so this you know that would alleviate that Barrier. I still think there would be an add-on. Like in my mind, whatever this looks like, if it is an agreement, it's it's still going to be an add-on of some kind. Sure, I could totally see that. That you know, if you want to add the tonal, it's ten bucks more or something like that. But it that's a easier pill to swallow than fifty bucks on top of your forty-five. And so, and also, I think there'd be a lot of appeal to if you could also access Peloton instructors teaching you tonal stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's a different it, it's a different kind. I mean, there's a lot of people that that don't want that that yeah. are used to tonal that are like, I don't need all that. But for the, for the record, I love my Peloton instructors. I love my tonal instructors. Yeah. I want all of them to coexist in a world sure. where I can have access to all of them. That's what I personally want. It's like a DC Marvel crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. <laughs> and, and, you know, it'd be cool to have access to both. I just. The thing that would make me sad is if we end up coming out of this and that's not the case, that would make me personally right. sad because I love the culture at Tonal. I, I love what the culture at Peloton used to be and what I think it can be again. And I don't want to see either of those go. I don't I don't want to see what Peloton is today change the way Tonal is. And I think that has to happen and that makes me sad. Yeah. So anyway, as we said at the beginning of this segment, this is all conjecture. We have nothing that leads us to this other than things that we've seen externally that anyone can see that as we piece together, we're like, this looks odd. Mm-hmm. And so we're just trying to figure out how does this all line up in every way we keep looking at it. We both keep landing back here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we just thought we would throw it out there. Just, you know. Asking yeah. questions. We could be wrong. We could mm-hmm. totally be wrong. Uh, I mean, I've been wrong before. My first marriage, for instance. <laughs> so um, so there's that. So uh, aside from wild speculation that is surely upsetting C-suites on both coasts. Yeah. Sorry, um, guys. Uh, we still love you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have in store for people this week? Well, we have our interview with Jonathan Edward, uh, and you're going to learn a lot from him. You're going to learn a lot a lot about the Peloton Dads group, and you're mm-hmm. also going to hear about all kinds of really fun stuff that they do, not to mention just Jonathan's cool story. Sure. Uh, and we have John Mills joining us. We're going to talk about stock dropping. We're going to talk about SoulCycle losing their freaking 
in mind. Yeah. Yes, they did. Uh, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna hear from Dr. Jin talking about finding time for combining Peloton and Tonal. Well, that is timely. That is timely. <laughs> we did not do that on purpose. We did not. <laughs> we're just that good. <laughs> we have a bunch of updates from the instructors. What's going on with them? We have a new lawsuit to discuss. We have a visit from Angelo at MetPro uh, talking about gate with for runners, and we have a bunch of in case you missed it. So. That's all. Okay. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's always helpful. And you can also, uh, don't forget, you can get these episodes ad-free if that's important to you. For as little as $5 a month, you can get episodes without any of the ads at patreon.com slash the clip out. Sometimes you even get the episodes a little bit early if the editors are done in time we we share early and uh little birdie told me there's going to be quite an interesting bonus episode dropping next week so Ooh, just putting that out there just putting that out there you can also watch these on youtube youtube.com slash the clip out and of course our facebook page facebook.com slash the clip out and finally we throw a lot of links and stuff at you and you can get those all emailed to you if you sign up for our newsletter at the so there's all that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall Run, lift, and live with John Mills. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube, once again, it's John Mills from Run, Lift, Live. Hey, John, how's it going? Hi. How's it going? All the energy. Super excited. (laughs) Ready to go. Yeah. Ready to go. Boy, that energy is big today. You okay over there? Yeah, I mean, I think. I think I'm all right. We're just going to say John's having some tummy issues and we're going to leave it at that. Yeah. And there's, uh, yeah, I ate some stuff that's causing some stuff that, and you guys don't want to smell that stuff. That's all I know. We are glad we are on Zoom. That's right. That's right. I'm also glad we are close enough to share these moments with you, John. Yes, that's right. We had a whole conversation about it. I'm glad it's being shared for no other reason than if something were to occur they know it's john they, like one yeah. of us could slip and now they're gonna be like oh that was john people Did you would hear that? totally yeah. blame it on me <laughs> right yeah, yeah you oh, would yeah. seem the likely culprit yes. you would you man would. that's why had i not said that <laughs> i could have just went that's clearly true. That's clear. and they would have believed me they would have yeah, believed you but now yeah. now it's too late now. Uh, oh well <laughs> Well, I'm sure people are really glad to be listening to this portion of the show. So, uh, welcome. Welcome. Speaking of fart noises, how about the how about the Peloton stock? Oh, that Peloton stock. Oh, Peloton. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, it's hurt me in my heart every time I look, and I still go and look. I don't know why I keep looking. Because you keep hoping. You keep hoping. That's right. And you remember when it used to be green all the time and we were, (laughs) we had such happy conversations, you know? Yeah. I do wonder why it's so stubbornly stuck at all time lows. Like, I feel like they're making good decisions. The market is crappy, I think. That's just my unofficial. (laughs) That's That's my. I think it's like. Yeah, I think it's a combination of like, the, you know, the economy and, 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 and the market. But I mean, but specifically, not just the economy, but this space, just right. connected fitness in general, like the combination of those two things, I think, is causing their their angst now. So 
Oh, yeah. Hopefully it, something changes soon. I really do think it will. I do. I mean, I know yeah. I've been saying that for a long time and I know nothing's happened, but the world in general has just been in a weird place. And I yeah. believe that this is all going to be fine. Yeah, I just keep making jokes in my group about it. And, you know, we laugh and then kind of cry and then laugh again. I did. I do find it a little ironic that your joke about this one was all about toilet paper, given our yeah, earlier yeah, conversation. Yeah. You see what's been on my mind. Yeah. I do. <laughs> and I guess we should right. say the screen share we have shows 861. Oh, but it did, yeah. It did tick up over nine dollars since Woo. this was yeah. posted. So people don't right. complain that right. we cherry picked the absolute. <laughs> lowest thing and blah blah yeah but, that was just then yeah you know obviously it changes every yeah. few minutes so yeah but uh, yeah i will <laughs> say in fairness up. i think it doesn't deserve this at the moment i agree i'm not saying it should be yeah. 80 bucks but right i don't definitely don't think it should be eight no yeah i no. i don't think it should be either and i think eventually this will all kind of turn and we'll see a, a more reasonable number but yeah today it was up it's to uh, nine bucks right up now. To it's nine bucks. It's nine yeah. even when it closed, and it and since it closed, it's at eight ninety nine. So I'll call it nine. <laughs> I think we can give it a penny. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my group, and I was like, "Woohoo!" Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are we are we happy? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's in the right direction. Oh, That's all we bucks. can ask for these yeah. days. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll take it. I guess. Oh. So Soul Cycle. Um, oh, I believe soul cycle. I believe on oh. behalf of everyone, I'd like to say the oh. hell. I want to say <laughs> ew, ew, ew. It's gross. It is a bad I look. Mean, so for uh, for our non YouTube, I guess we should explain. watchers, which is the bulk of people, we should explain. <laughs> soul cycle put out an ad that says, "F it, let's ride together. Trade in your bike and come ride with us." And that if you if you trade in your Peloton bike in exchange, they will give you that amount of in-store credit for classes. Which supposedly yeah. is 47 classes. Gotcha. Right. So you're going to sell your soul to SoulCycle for 47 yeah. classes. Uh, yeah, this or, is... Or, in fairness, if you trade in an Echelon, they'll give you three classes. Uh, oh, <laughs> No, that's... <laughs> um, this is really gross. Like, it just reeks of weird, right? desperation. It's, it does reek of desperation. Like, yeah, I, I guess mean, well, I don't understand if Peloton is doing so badly in the market. Right. And and like yeah. everyone's like, oh, no, it's all going to hell in a handbasket. That's the gym. Right. And everybody's going back to the, the gyms and the studios. Why do they need you to be need so to, gross? Yeah. I mean, I, I think yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's two thought processes going on here. And I think the first is. They're trying to turn a perceived negative into a positive, right? Like we're hang on, we're in person classes, and so like we're gonna double down. Like yeah, in at yeah. home stuff that's for pussies, you know. And right. and I think there's also that if people are making that transition, then they're trying to be like, hey, get rid of your bike, and we'll you know like just to really kind of like seal the deal, seal the deal, but. I just think that it comes off looking really sad and pathetic and desperate. Okay, John. Think, okay, I, you finish yeah. your sentence. I got I got I got a question for you though. Uh oh. I think they I mean remember their first campaign was this effort let's ride yes. campaign. Yes. And then this is like another campaign that's like effort let's ride together. And you know, like um I think whoever is doing their marketing, they think this is like 
mm-hmm. appeals to whoever they're, they're trying to appeal to. Yeah. yeah, they're edgy. I think they think it appeals at number one. But also it makes me wonder if are they really expecting to get much out of this from like people returning bikes or were they just trying to get another edgy thing out there so that people would talk about it? Because it's been everywhere today. I mean, it's all over the place. I mean, yeah, I, Glamour, People Magazine, like everybody's talking about this, my, this post. My guess is it's that it's more of a PR stunt, but I think it's a PR stunt that is kind of backfiring because the they look douchey. They I don't, think they yeah. don't seem to mind looking douchey. I mean, how many yeah. times in the yeah. last two years have they had really negative press for doing something really gross? Yeah. 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 yeah but I, that I was agree. more behind the scenes stuff. Like this is actually like their marketing campaign is being douchey. And like that's just saying it all looks the same to yeah. me. It just really <laughs> says those weren't isolated incidents for sure. That's top down. That's the kind of people you are working with. That's the kind of people you want to go ride a bike with. Like, I don't want to ride with these people. This yeah. is gross. It's I want nothing to do with them. very weird. It is weird. And then I think it's also a potential positive play in, in their mind. Like, they know that there are people out there saying, well, you know, I'm tired of being at home. Let me go back to the boutique. Or let me go back to the gym. Like, I've heard that, right? Sure. There's people that are saying that. And I think that their thought was, well, let's test the water. And if, you know, they're only doing it for 100 bikes, and if they only get 20, then okay, I guess it's not a big deal. But if they quickly get people to take up the 100, then maybe they're onto something. Like, did you, I, Wait, did I you say thinking, they're only doing it for 100 bikes? 100 bikes. 100 bikes. The first 100 that say, yeah, I want that, that's, they're in. That's barely Nobody anything. Else. That's barely and anything. And as of like... An, and, and as of like two hours ago, I, a friend of mine went in and he could still fill it out to get one. So this has been out since this morning and it goes like, I don't know, eight hours and they still hadn't gotten a hundred. Hmm. Yeah, so I, that's, I, I don't know. <laughs> this would be a good place for a fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Sean? <laughs> I got a really timed yes. you know I mean? fart noise right here. Right here. <laughs> Oh, wow. I I didn't realize it was only yeah, for 100. Yeah, I didn't realize all yeah. this. So so when I hear 100 bikes and yeah, that's, that's just definitely yeah, a PR that's move. That's just a PR stunt. That's it's that's just all a PR this stunt, is. right? Yeah. yeah. Like and yeah. I like I said I think it's a bad one. I think it's a bad look. I it does to me it doesn't I mean, I guess you could make the argument that when it comes to exercise bikes, I am nobody's target demo, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, that's but true. The marketing guy I me mean, just looks at this and goes, "Yuck!" I can't, I can't look at it without making an, a face that's just like, "Ew!" Like it's just, it's just really gross. It's just yuck, yuck. And but John, yeah, it's weird. Why yeah. does it say you liked it? Why did you like this ad? What's happening? I did. Well, oh, it's it's right here. Liked it. by Run, Lift, and Live. <laughs> Whose side are you on, Mills? <laughs> what the hell is happening? <laughs> I have no idea why I like that. I have no defense. <laughs> and I have no fart noise right now. I don't want to go. And I but mean, I don't this, have is, defense. this is soul cycle. So I I don't understand what just happened. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I know when they did post it and, and I actually saw it in an ad. Like they hadn't actually posted it in their social media yet. So I posted it from the ad and then I went to their social media and like, you know, a few minutes later, they posted this and underneath it, I saw like 
Peloton members, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> like re- responding to like, what? Huh? Oh, oh, what? that that reminds <laughs> me. Somebody, I've had so many people send this to me today. <laughs> One person sent it to me and said, this was the best comment. Just right. wondering if you also intend to trade in your lack of inclusivity, your ageism, oh. and miso oh. and how do you say it? My, misogyny, mis- misogynistic policies oh. toward your employees. Also, instead of coming for your competition, just do better and be better. And maybe you wouldn't have to wage such a desperate campaign. Right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah. Wow. I I did the same thing. Like, I went through the comments and I was like, oh, oh. And so then I took a clip of some of the, and then, like, you know, grayed out like the pictures. So, you know, to protect the innocent. Mm -hmm. And then sent it to a few people. Like, is this crazy? Like, some of the comments are nuts. I know. They were getting. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's something that, like, yeah, I mean, if your only metric for success is engagement, then you're getting it, but I I don't (laughs) think it's the kind you want, but, you know, I don't know. Well, that's And The other question I have is, what are they going to do with those 100 bikes? Are they just going to throw them away? That seems wasteful. That's my question. (laughs) They'll probably open a new studio with them. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody in my group is like, they're going to give them to the employees to take home. They're like bonuses. Part of the severance yeah. package in the next round of layoffs at Soul Cycle. You get a Peloton. You get a Peloton. They're, they're probably, all hyped up over there. They're probably going to try to send it back to Peloton and get a trade in for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how desperate they are. <laughs> so, my advice is if you like Soul Cycle and you got a broken Peloton laying around, yeah. roll the dice. Yeah. Roll the dice. There, like, you go. there are, I got to say, there are a couple people that jumped all over me. They were like, John, this is just. This is just incredible marketing. It's a great idea. And everybody doesn't want to ride at home anymore. So I don't know what you're talking about. Like there are a couple people that came at. Well, sure. You can't you can't have any anything in the world that doesn't have the opposite opinion. Yeah. But I I feel like by and large that. (laughs) Yes. There are people out there who loved Howard the Duck. But (laughs) by any objective metric. It didn't work. Yeah, right? that's so that's a good comparison. Soul cycle equals Howard is the Howard duck. the Duck. And when you when you take a class and uh, you get really thirsty, you can quench that thirst with a new Coke. That's <laughs> and a Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi was delightful. Merge is two of my favorite things. You're welcome. I just didn't know it in the eighties. <laughs> So uh, real quick in the world of connected fitness, there have been some more layoffs in the world of connected fitness. Whoop uh, had to cut some jobs. Yeah, they they cut and then they reduced it by 15 percent. It was underneath my camera. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't see. Uh, And And then 35 percent over at Hydro. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Especially especially when Peloton's about to put out a rower. Yikes. Yeah, that's (laughs) I mean, that's got a, yeah, this is kind of a, if that roar drops, like we're thinking it's going to drop like next month or September or whenever, I keep thinking that there's going to be some draw that's going to affect hydro. So, yeah. But, you know, all of these connected fitness companies, it it seems like they're all, all of them have been affected this way. We saw iFit do layoffs. We saw Tonal do layoffs. We saw now Hydro and Whoop. There are others. They're leaving me now. But we just keep seeing these in this space, which makes me think 
did the pandemic just create such an explosion for all these these companies that it was just inevitable that you just start drinking your own Kool-Aid because things were just too good. It was just inevitable. Like, well, right? I think it's one of those things where, like, even if the demand is more excessive and you know that, like, you're like, OK, this is a special circumstance. We know it's going to back right. off. It's kind of right. impossible to know how much it's going to back right. off. And then right. and then the things that have occurred since then. then yeah, like, it, <laughs> it, it backs it, the demand backs off. And then collectively, we step into what appears to be a recession or real close right. to one. I mean, nobody yeah. could have predicted right. that. I mean, I guess we did right. kind of predict that was going to happen. But but like you couldn't have seen it at that level and, and been right. like, well, I'm just going to stop making things. I'm going to stop hiring. You got to take a little bit of a gamble and try to keep moving forward. And so I'm not saying they all got it right. I'm just saying if if they're all laying people off, then maybe it's not that they all got it wrong. Maybe it's just much worse than they anticipated. Yeah, it's a it's it's a mistake that's not necessarily unique to Peloton. They just made that that choice first. Mm hmm. Right. And then it also make, makes me wonder, to that point, they just made that choice first. The fact that all these other companies are private and, you know, Peloton just got skewered. Is that benefiting them? We don't know how bad this is for all these other companies That's true. because they're private. We yeah. don't really know. I think, all we know about is the layoffs. We don't know all the other numbers and the yeah. impacts. You know, the downside of Peloton for these other companies is that they're the 800 pound gorilla and they suck up all the oxygen in the room Mm -hmm. at this point. Right. Mm -hmm. The upside in moments like this is that they're the 800 pound gorilla and they suck up all the oxygen in the room. Right. Like it's like (laughs) people aren't, you know, it's hard for them to get their messaging out because every media is just Peloton, Peloton, Peloton has become shorthand for connected fitness. But in moments like this, they benefit because Hydro laying off 35 percent of their work force becomes an asterisk to a larger story or barely a blip on anyone's radar. And it kind of indicates that Peloton is probably the best situated to come out of this in a positive manner. I think the same. I think there are a lot of pains that some of these other connected companies are going through that we just don't know about. And Peloton's looked extremely painful because it's so public. And I agree. They're they're the big dog on the block. They're probably in the best position. I absolutely agree with that. I would be really worried about Hydra right now when when Peloton comes out with a rower. I just think that there's going to be so many people that. You know, people hate to have double subscriptions if they can avoid yeah. it. And if if you can buy a, a Peloton rower and have it bundled in with your existing subscription, that just seems like a no brainer for me. Like, I, yeah, I know there's a lot of you out there that have hydros and this is you do what you want to do. Sure. My personal opinion would be get rid of it now while you can. If you're going to want a Peloton rower, because hydro is probably going to ha- it's going to bottom out from a resale standpoint and it, you're going to have a very small window yeah. once Peloton It's like comes you out. know what it reminds me of is when CDs first came out. I remember in like 86 my mom bought me a CD player for Christmas and I ended up with about 20 CDs <laughs> and I had like 800 records and I had 20 CDs and I kept listening to the same 20 CDs and one day I just put all the records in the car and took them and traded them in cuz I was like I can't be the only person having this experience. And right. in six months or a year, these records are going to be worth pennies on the dollar. And I better just dump them now. And that's what I did. And, you know, and I feel like Hydra is in a similar 
situation. If you're thinking about you're going to make that switch, I'd maybe go without your I think Crystal's absolutely right. I'd go without your rower for a few months if you want to get max value out of it, because once that Peloton rower comes out, the resale market on on a hydro is going to be in the shitter. Totally. Yeah, you know, uh, someone in my group sent me an, uh, a conversation that we were having about the Peloton rower exactly a year ago, right? And and, and, <laughs> and that like person was, was Danielle. <laughs> That's right. It was. It was Danielle. It actually was. I was trying to remember who was that. It was Danielle. So that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> we were having this conversation in July of last year, and she was sending the message to go. By the way, look, we're still talking about a rower a year later. Later, because we were like the arguing back then. I'm yeah. like, we've been talking about this forever. Now it's a year later. We're still talking about the rower. But she had sent me a. We were talking about a link at the time to an article, and in the article they were talking about how the Peloton rowers was supposed to have some form of AI. Like that's what the article was talking about. And so I like reread the article, and I'm like, wait a minute. If it does come out with something that is truly unique to the space, that just speaks to everything that you're saying even more. Well, I tell I mean, you what. If that really does happen. I have heard, I can't tell you how many times there, you know, we've got a whole community of Peloton profits. There's not just one anymore. There's, right. a, there's a lot. And every single person that comes to me about this rower that has seen it, tested it, knows about it because of their connections, et cetera, Everyone says it's amazing. I can't tell you why, but it's like nothing yeah. you've ever seen. So right. I don't know, John. <laughs> and I, I didn't remember reading this AI piece. Yeah, like, I don't remember reading that. Now I'm reading this year old article and it's talking about that. I'm like, what? Yeah, we already knew. Like you said, there are these people that are going to they're not going to want to manage the two subscriptions. And they're going to have an opportunity now not to have to do it. And if you add innovation on top of it, like, yeah. Good night. Like hydro. Yeah. Yeah. A problem. Mm. Well, anybody out there that's uh, been thinking about joining our Patreon for, you know, bonus episodes. Let me just say that I, I have a feeling there's going to be a very interesting bonus episode dropping in the next seven days with some interesting oh, information. <laughs> just leaving it at that. Just saying. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, snap. <laughs> well, I guess on that cliffhanger, uh, we should we should uh, move on, John. Oh, oh, until next time, where can people find you? They can. Well, after this, they probably can find me in the bathroom. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but I held out, though. I was all right most That's, of the episode. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> but they can find me on my Facebook page or group, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on the Tickety Talk, Run, Lift, and Live. Or they can find me at runliftandlive.com. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Right. <laughs> Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're a hundred percent polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. 
for your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the (laughs) best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead. Hero Bread Is offering 10% Off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO at checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us today via the magic of a Zoom tube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She was a five-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and sports psychology for USA Gymnastics. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. 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 So uh, Priya Banjari, she posted that she is looking to get advice on how to combine tonal and peloton workouts now i know you typically just use peloton but i look at it like this how could she combine strength and peloton because you do that all the time so i feel like you can still give us great advice well i think that the first hurdle is kind of mentally and that is that a lot of us and and i suspect if she's listening to this podcast she probably is a peloton user who's wanting to integrate into the tonal world, but it works both ways. So I'm going to go with that assumption just for the sake of spelling it out. What you need to do is kind of acclimate to the idea of stepping into this other world. Sometimes we feel a lot of loyalty to our favorite instructors, to our, our, our favorite classes, to our kind of way that we do things. But I think that to be able to step out and say like, okay, I'm going to schedule this. And I think that you want to, that way, you know, okay, I'm doing Peloton on this day, Tonal on this day, or some combination. But you have your strength and your cardio and your stretching and your yoga and whatever else you're doing all sort of planned out. And you really want to have a balance. And one of the nice things about combining the two, as Crystal has very clearly demonstrated, is that they really are very complementary to each other. 
and that you can really do both and get enormous benefits when it comes to both strength and endurance. But I think that really the biggest hurdle, the two biggest hurdles are one, mentally saying, okay, I'm now going to step outside sort of this comfort zone and this sort of loyalty I feel to this one particular company and instructors and all of that. And then two is to actually write out a schedule that balances it out. So you're getting the strength and the endurance and everything else. Yeah, I think I think you bring a good point because we have so many people in the Peloton world that it's like, I don't want to miss so-and-so's class this week and I don't want to miss. And then there's this other class and then somebody's celebrating a milestone and I'm supposed to be there for that. And then when when do you have time to do anything yeah. new? But I think if you write out the schedule and you really commit to yourself to do it, then you'll, you're far more likely to do it. If it's not like, you know... I know some people who are just like, okay, what do I feel like doing today? Okay, I'm going to do this strength class and that. But if you're like, okay, I'm doing tonal, I'm doing this program, or I'm doing this group of exercises, and then I'm doing this spin class, you're far more likely to stick with it. I agree. I agree. And and I, I think that, that the way we have like, like Saturdays are our long run day, that really helps yeah. kind of like create the rest of my schedule for the week. Totally. Sorry, yeah. Tom, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, doesn't Tonal have classes that are designed to complement the bike or is it just to make you stronger for the bike? Uh, both. Um, they have a, a program called Better Bike and Tread. They actually have two of those and it is specific to be complementary to the bike and the tread or to get you stronger to be able to use them. And the way that that particular instructor will teach it is to be like, do this class and then do a 20 minute class on on Peloton. And so they they like very much put those together. But I will say that not I mean, that can't be every program. Right. You and can't so, take I would and I and I get that. And I was but that would probably may give you a template. Yeah. To fi- figure out the rhythm of that class that you can then emulate it with other programs. Yeah, I definitely agree. And kind of and an, that's a great, yeah, it sounds like it's also probably a program that leaves enough room in that day to do the other workout as yes. opposed to like a class that ends up being like an hour long class. And you, if you've carved out an hour to do everything, then you're done. That's so right. making sure that the time frame lines up, you're like, okay, I'm doing X number of minutes of strength and X number of minutes of cardio and X number of minutes of stretching, which I always have to throw in, but, um, <laughs> But yeah, I think that that's that's really key. That makes sense. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of that. Um, until next time, where can people find you? On all social media at Dr. Jen Man, two ends on Jen, two ends on Man. I post all of my Peloton workouts, not yet tonal, but who knows? <laughs> this could turn me. We do have it. Um, on my Insta stories, you can see all of what I'm doing, sometimes with crystals, sometimes with <laughs> Instructors in the news. Olivia Amato was wed. <laughs> she was. And featured in Brides Magazine or on Brides.com. I don't know if they even still have a magazine. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. They probably do. It's. I, I would think of all the magazines in the world, this is the one that probably still exists in a physical thing because they want to leave it in dress shops and... And the tuxedo rental places. Yeah, that makes and, sense. You know. That makes sense. I have to say, I love hearing people's reactions to stories that are are circulating in the mm-hmm. Peloton world. And this one, here we here we go. Oh my god, these pictures are gorgeous. Oh my god, it's so elegant and perfect. Oh my god, she's so beautiful. All of which are true, by yeah. the way. And then it's like. Are you kidding me? Do you remember when we posted the is she engaged photo and she said nothing and then just one day was like, I'm getting married, by the way. 
(laughs) (laughs) And then compare that with like some of the other instructors who it's been it's been very like um, they're talking about it all the time. It's just so funny how they have these very, very different, um, you know, the way they approach things. Yeah. Obviously, they're different people, but sure. it's just, it's fascinating. And it's not like it's weird for a woman to talk about her wedding no, a lot. Like not it's, at all. You know, not but, at all. But it is interesting the way some people, like, it's on Front Street and other people are just very, like, insular about that stuff. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of the instructors went, if you have not gotten a look at these pictures, I have to say they are absolutely gorgeous. There are pictures with her uh, and all of the instructors that went, and most of them did, uh, the U.S. instructors that could go. And I was just like, stunned by the lineup of all the instructors because I tell you what it had to have taken an hour to get all of the instructors lined up by rainbow order of their beautiful dresses (laughs) like you know that was just crazy so the wedding took place in Ireland and several of the instructors had to like run out really fast and you know hop on a plane and get over to Ireland like Robin and Jess they did that uh, Lizzo ride Mm -hmm. that was the day before this wedding like they literally got on a plane right after that ride and like jumped over to Ireland real fast. Uh, this is a good picture if you're watching the YouTube of of some of the dresses. This one's not in the rainbow order, but you get an idea of some of those uh, dresses that were included. Uh, and Olivia looked stunning. She did. She's just a gorgeous person and they're a gorgeous couple and we're very happy for them. So congrats. Matt Wilpers won his age group at the NYC triathlon. He did the 35 to 39 uh, triathlon. So congrats to Matt Wilpers. That's pretty darn cool. It is. I guess it's always it's also nice when you see the people who are teaching you do this stuff can actually perform at that level. That should give you a little bit of comfort. Absolutely. Logan Aldridge was on the Today Show. He was. And apparently he was once on the Today Show 16 years ago uh, talking about similar things. But uh, he says the message is different now. (laughs) So the message is different, but the mission remains the same. Empower all people to discover their fullest potential and recognize just how capable of achieving greatness they are. Uh, That's really, really cool that uh, he is has such a positive outlook for sure. On adaptive exercise. I just think that's really cool. So inspiring. Sam Yo was featured on BroadwayWorld.com and Maddie Majacomo is not having it. Like they <laughs> are feuding. Are they feuding? That's I'm just this is what I'm making up in my head. There's I don't, now I don't think that that's Maddie's. They're having an epic rap battle <laughs> about who Deserves to be featured on BroadwayWorld.com. I wonder if Maddie like sent Marathoner in to like go take out Sam, (laughs) you know, like he was running and like Marathoner runs in, tries to trip Sam (laughs) so he can't make it to the bike. It's going to be ugly. Oh, my God. Sweep the leg. I, I love I love this, though. I love that Broadway World managed to highlight both the New York studio and the UK studio. That's really awesome. And we haven't seen Sam in a ton of articles, so that is great for Sam as well. Robin Arzan gave the uh, keynote at Monmouth Medical Center's 27th annual Power of Pink Luncheon. That is a By mouthful. the time they said what it was, the luncheon was over. Yeah, that seems... Like, that's a lot. That seems about right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that took place this week, and we don't really have any details from it other than... Then she was there and... She was there. Keynoted it. it yeah. It. It's <laughs> exactly. a verb now. Yes. Good job, Robin. Andy Spear was featured in menshealth.com, and uh, you have to be an MVP to access this page, so I don't know what it said. 
I don't know what it said either because I'm not going to subscribe. But uh, I do know that he shares his go-to warm-up, his workout finisher, and more because that's what it says in the title. That's what they'll allow us to read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, and it's all blurred out. So you can't even like trying can't to watch, even like see a little. It's you know? like reminding me. You think I'd be better at reading this for all my <laughs> days of watching scrambled cable porn when I was a child. <laughs> Well, not a child, but a teenager. I was like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it's great that he was uh, featured For in sure. Men's Health. That's awesome. Absolutely. So congrats to Andy. Allie Love was featured in Essence Magazine. She was, yeah. And they talk about, it says, get the scoop on how some of your favorite entrepreneurs and executives are spending time off to refuel, recenter, and remember something. They're um, North Stars. They're North Stars. And so this particular article focuses in on all of those things with Allie Love. So if you are, you're just dying to know how Allie Love uh, relaxes off the clock, which I don't think she's ever off the clock. Yeah. Um, does she, she has relax? Like, she has like eight <laughs> jobs that she does. Like she's. For her working is relaxing. <laughs> right. Right. But uh, maybe, maybe there's some tips in there for you. You never know. You never know. But it's not behind a paywall, so you can actually read this one. Yeah, you can read this one. Emma Lovewell posted on Instagram this week about being at Peloton for five years. Yeah, that's... Congrats to Emma Lovewell. You know, that means that Dennis's five-year anniversary is this week, too. So congrats to Dennis Morton. I remember that we interviewed both of them the day that they they started teaching. Like, uh, well, it was that same couple of months. So uh, it's really hard to believe that it has been five years. Now, keep in mind that they are employed for several months before they start actually teaching classes. Right. Uh, it it doesn't quite work out math wise if you if you try to mark it from their first class you're going to be like but wait exactly exactly you everybody's got to be trained (laughs) but very very cool uh it's hard to believe these instructors are having these milestones but uh, it's pretty cool congrats hannah corbin was uh racing around on glaciers in iceland so get this she leaves ireland and then just you know jaunts over to Iceland. It's, it's probably not a long jaunt if you're I, I already have, in Ireland. I have no idea. I don't either because uh, <laughs> I'm American. We know America. We don't. We don't know yeah. geography unless it's our states. But for smarter people who know, you could probably tell us. I'm sure somebody. They're will screaming me. at their mm-hmm. phones right now. Yes, I I expect Friday morning to get lots of messages. (laughs) But uh, until then, uh, I just thought this was a really neat story because not only was she in Iceland, but uh, she was like on a big ski mobile. Yeah. I think that's what they call those. And uh, she was it's a doing dogless it. sled, I believe is what they call them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, she was doing it on a glacier that's on top of an active volcano. Yes. And she said, remember that big eruption in 2011 that ruined everyone's flights in Europe? Well, this is Katla, its big sister. She's about five times bigger and was predicted to erupt in 2018. Wait, did she just fat shame that volcano? No, I think she just meant taller. Okay. 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 Uh, and older uh, and she said it was wild snowmobiling on something that may not be here in six months last year there were four earthquakes in Katla's center crater in the last two weeks there were 20 to give you some perspective before its little sister erupted there were eight thousand earthquakes in the crater the day before it's a waiting game now Eeks. i don't know that i would have the guts to do that yeah, that's I mean, uh, I just think that's really ballsy and I am very impressed with Hannah Corbin. <laughs> I do. I think that's really cool. Although, you know, if you get taken out by a volcano is, you know, and how and how many non-virgins get taken out by volcanoes? Like you have that in your LinkedIn. It's so true. Yeah. So true. 
Christine posted on Instagram about uh, preparing for the national championships. Yes, the national elite championships. Ooh. And uh, I just they figured s- if you were a champion, the elite part was implied. That's fair. You know, uh, but it started today. So for anyone listening, that would be July 27th. And she posted uh, race times for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So you can still catch some of her races. Uh, but it's really cool to see her race. And, and you were talking a while ago about how neat it is to see like Matt Wilpers, you know, at that level competing yeah and, for sure and, and she, i mean christine has won several of these she's got medals galore yeah. so it's pretty cool that we have so many instructors that are just freaking amazing she's got more metal than a megadeth concert <laughs> <laughs> and finally for this segment leanne hainsby has returned to the bike or yes yes also taking place on july 27th which is today uh leanne hainsby is back on the bike you might remember that sadly she had a very close friend we understand it might be her best friend that passed away suddenly and unexpectedly on her uh it was supposed to be her wedding day and uh i think that leanne has been i mean i I haven't talked to her not leanne's wedding day no 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 no, the best friend's wedding day and i think leanne has just been crushed by that she's taken quite a bit of time off to take care of herself and so this week there have been a ton of people pushing for everyone to get on her ride and make sure that everyone's showing her love and support for being back so hopefully a lot of people showed up to do that Uh, knowing the peloton community they did so welcome back to leanne peloton in the news Peloton has added new corporate wellness partners. Yeah, 15 of them. uh, AARP, uh, Aiken, Gump, Strauss, Hauer, and Feld. That is a mouthful. That is a mouthful. Ben & Jerry's, Digitas Health, Dropbox, Goodwin, namely NASDAQ, Pharmavite, RK&K, SAP, UCB, Vice Media, Vitamix, and Volvo Group. That's a pretty impressive list. Sure is. So what do they get? Oh, we don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they get special pricing on Peloton bikes, tread and uh, discounted or subsidized digital or all access memberships for employees of the companies enrolled as Peloton corporate wellness partners. So if you haven't heard about this and you belong to any of those companies, check it out because you now have free access to Peloton. How about that? Instinct magazine is uh, talking about the Christopher Maloney ad and Ryan Reynolds uh, thoughts on it yeah this this cracked me up uh, it's it's a little bit old it was from the 19th but he talked about how <laughs> he said that this isn't an ad it's a crime scene <laughs> he's so funny but uh <laughs> the thing is that i love this article simply because it shows some of the behind the scenes of when they're creating the actual video or the commercial and it says the most fun you can have without clothes on at chris maloney and at van city reynolds and it's chris maloney standing outside in the park filming and uh, he is bent over and he appears to be naked and as tom pointed out he's not if you look really close yeah flesh colored underwear on but but you have to look close they did a really good job of matching the the skin tone (laughs) boy they did uh but yeah this whole thing just cracks me up i i find this great i love seeing the behind the scenes thing like this yeah you love seeing the behind all right (laughs) we know what's going on 
And a website called Body and Soul has tips for how to find a Peloton in hotels if you're in Australia. Yeah, I love this because it was specific to Australia. We yeah. don't see a lot of articles uh, coming out of Australia, but it's giving you a lot of tips on how to find them. And uh, it's a really cool article. So this Laura Hill, she gives an honest review of the bike. I hate when people say honest yeah. review. Like, what is it? You're like, gonna... what were her other ones? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, she she does ride bikes to work in other places, but she had never done a spin or cycle class at a, at a studio or gym. Uh, and so this was all very new to her. But uh, she seemed to enjoy it very much. And it's very cool that uh, Peloton was able to be. Peloton in court. Who's suing Peloton now? I feel like it's been a while since we've had a Peloton lawsuit to talk about. Well, it definitely has been a while. And I'll be honest, I'm surprised this one exists. Yeah, it is interesting. It's a uh, uh, Soul Assassins Inc. is suing Peloton and they're a, a music company and they're saying that they were playing. Uh, that Peloton was Peloton playing. was playing music without the proper licensing, which seems odd because I really thought they got all that hammered out. So me too. We haven't heard anything like this in a really long time. So uh, yeah, curious to hear more about this whenever it comes out, and it will at some point. It always does. <laughs> it always does. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of Zoom Tube from MetPro here to answer your fitness and nutrition questions. It's Angelo. Hello. Hi. Hey guys, great to see you again. You too. And speaking of again, uh, we had a question a few weeks ago from Brandy Rosas, and this one is also from Brandy. Uh, this one she hey. wants to know. She says she's she wants to know about running. She personally is not hey. a runner, but she wants to try and do a five k. She's wanted to for a long time now. She doesn't know if her foot strikes are correct, her arm movement is correct, or if her strides are long enough. She started a five k program through Peloton for guidance, but she's still looking for general advice. So, uh, Brandy, you're asking about gait, gait analysis. And so that's a whole thing. And we have a few uh, coaches at MetPro even that specialize in that. But if you're looking for just a entry point for gait analysis and some simple things that you can do to improve gait, places you might start is it can be as simple as there's a you can Google gait analysis and there's a whole bunch of YouTube videos on it and information that's just free and easily accessible out there. If you want something a little more personalized, a number of athletic shoe stores, higher end athletic shoe stores that are known for really taking care of runners, they'll typically have some um, advice and can, you know, some of the experts that work at these stores, you might call and find out, do you have someone that specializes in gait analysis? And they may be able to simply watch you walk or jog in the store and give you some real light suggestions. You can find coaches either at MetPro or otherwise that specialize in endurance sports, running, long distance, track and field, et cetera, et cetera that are going to be gait analysis specialists. Even speed coaches are going to be really good with that. Then if you're wanting to take it to a tier higher, especially if you s suspect that you have some dysfunction, what I can promise you, Brandy, is it's not just a one factor issue. It's not just, oh, here's this one small factor and now your gait is perfect. It's always a multitude of compensation patterns that's going to span your entire posture. It's going to impact 
your hips, your femur rotation, supine, pronated, uh, your entire gait, your knee position, hip position, even head and shoulders are all going to influence your foot striking gait. So if you wanted to do more detailed posture analysis, while that's something we assess and can help people with as well, you could go to some high-end clinics such as like the Agoscu University or an Agoscu practitioner or even some really well-versed PTs that can then help with that, especially if you're at the point where you think that there's some significant dysfunction that needs addressing. One last piece of advice I'll give you if you're just starting this journey and you're thinking about uh, talking with a professional about uh, gait analysis uh, is record in advance yourself running. One of the first things I would do is I would tell you to take just with your phone will do have someone film you from a low vantage point running towards and back towards the camera and back away from the camera uh, and do so both in your running shoes and barefoot. Have that footage ready to go because the gait analysis specialist is going to be able to glance at that and give you some feedback. So that, there's my best tips for, you know, a, a, a four or five minute answer, Brandy, to gait analysis. Hopefully you can find something of value in there. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for all that. And if people Absolutely. would like uh, stuff like this tailor made for them, where can they find you? Come talk to us anytime. Metpro.co slash TCO for the clip out. Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. Jen Sherman, who gives more than her fair share of shout outs, got a shout out for herself from none other than Rob Lowe. Yeah, somebody posted on Instagram, E Puebla, posted on Instagram that they were pre-gaming for Sunday Yacht Rock with uh, Peloton Jen. And then lo and behold, Rob Lowe reposted <laughs> and then and then peloton jen jen sherman posted um hi rob level <laughs> that's just amazing that's i love funny. those little things those are so fun and while we're talking about celebrities in their peloton ashton kutcher is getting geared up for the new york city marathon his first ever yeah and uh he's using his peloton for training and he was uh featured in runner's world yeah, and don't he's he's doing this all in support of the nonprofit Thorn. And remember, he gets to actually work with Bex. I mean, that's just he's so lucky. That's a lot. He just doesn't even know how lucky he is. <laughs> uh, but that's really cool. I love that uh, Ashton is getting more press for Peloton. That's for really sure. Cool. I saw a great article about him the other day. They're doing a like a a reboot of that '70s show. Oh my god! From, I think Are you for Netflix, me? it's called that '90s show. No, it is not. Are you joking? I, I'm dead serious. You're and, killing me. And it <laughs> follows. I think it follows like the kids of Topher Grace and and Donna something. I'm forgetting her name. And they go back to visit the grandparents for a week or something. And so, but all the cast members are showing back up, That's except cool. for the one who is probably a rapist. And but Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are showing up. But I saw a great interview with them, and he was said, he goes, we were thinking, should we do this? Should we not do this? And then he's like, we were both like, we owe everything in our lives to having been on this show. 
He's How like, great is that? Yeah, he's like, everything that's happened to us professionally is a direct result of getting cast on that sh- that 70s show. So if they want us back, he's like, it's a week of our lives. We'll go do it. And like, I don't think it like is a full on. It follows the the original cast, but they all make appearances at different spots. And so I just thought, like, what a great attitude, especially because like Ashton Kutcher shits money. He doesn't need to do anything. Right. 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 So I just thought that was a really great attitude and outlook. So between that and the not for profit, uh, the nonprofit thing that he's doing, yeah. I mean, it just shows he's a nice guy. Yeah. And, and they all are. That's he's really cool. Super smart. <laughs> you wouldn't think it. You wouldn't. Not from is, like, his, like the roles that he plays. For sure. But he's like crazy smart. That's cool. That's really cool. Past guest update. If you like the Deep House flow and you like Nico Serrani, man, you are having a good day. You are. She's doing a 30-minute Deep House flow with, is this Anjuna Deep? Uh, is that how that's said, maybe? Sure. Uh, and, yeah. and it's going to be in English, and she doesn't get to do a lot of those classes, so that's really cool. That's happening this week, and it was two days ago, so that would be, that happened yesterday on July, July 26th. 26th. So if you missed it, oh, it's right there. Good God. I'm <laughs> She's like, wait, how does Tom know this? Because <laughs> oh, it's on the screen. <laughs> so if you missed it, go back and look, because it's out there, uh, July 26th, 7 a.m. Eastern, with Nico. Go Sarani. So uh, one other thing I wanted to make sure you guys knew, it just dropped today. There are uh, classes that drop from Scotland, uh, scenic run, ride and hike in Scotland. And Susie Chan was there and uh, looks like who's the other John Hosking also got to do those classes. So they got to go film them together. And now they dropped on Peloton. Awesome. Yeah. Peloton birthdays. And finally, we have uh, two birthdays this week. It's been a birthday drought. Well, get ready. Buckle up because the month of August, we have a ton. Yes, there are a ton. (laughs) What we know is that Peloton instructor parents, they don't like to do it in October, but I guess they like to do it in November. (laughs) Did I do the math right there? I don't don't know. Yeah, you did. Oh, look at that. that (laughs) So uh, happy birthday to JV Nava. August 2nd. August 2nd. And on August 3rd, Marion Roman. And maybe you haven't heard of Marion Roman, but let me tell you that she was one of the very first instructors with Peloton and actually taught the very first live class in studio. So happy birthday to Marion. We would not be here without you. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of a Zoom tube is Jonathan Edward. Hey, Jonathan, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. I always like to start with people to find out when in their timeline they found Peloton. There's usually some kind of story. How did you come across Peloton and decide this is it? Well, so at the time that my wife and I decided to invest in a Peloton, I had just finished school. We had two tiny humans at home, had just renovated a house, and we're looking for an alternative means of exercise so that we didn't have to leave the house after the kids went to bed. So this was in the 2017 to 2018 timeframe. So we were kind of getting back into the swing of things for exercising. And for years, we had been endurance athletes, had some done triathlons since about the 2008 timeframe, I think, and took sort of this hiatus to have some kids move a couple of times and 
the house and then decided that having a healthy lifestyle was also just as important as all those other things. So yeah, that's where we got started with it. So why Peloton? Just because that's the time. That was the time savings. That's why you went with that. Right. Exactly. That's the whole thing. Yep. All right. So you said you did triathlons, then you took a hiatus. Are you now that you I mean, you've been doing Peloton for several years at this point. Are you still doing triathlons? Do you kind of stick to the bike? What does fitness look like for you these days? So these days, mostly cycling, I would say. So cycling in general has kept me injury free. So there's some lifting involved in our exercise routines. We're just redoing the basement for home gym. Actually, as we speak, there's a guy down there right now. But running has been kind of a nightmare for me for years. I'm a taller guy and it's always been sort of problematic. My wife runs still. We haven't picked swimming back up yet. So right now it's strictly cycling and resistance training to keep those that bone mass up as we age. Yes, it's so important. So Jonathan, how did then the Peloton Dads Group come to be? So it was started by a friend of mine, a now friend of mine, Orlando Guten, in February of 2016. And his remarks to that question, when I first talked to him about this years ago now, was basically he was looking for a place for dads to come together around this new sort of fitness device. And he was an early adopter of Peloton within the first few months of its setting into the fitness world. Wow. So I like that you said now, friend of mine. So in my head... <laughs> You were mortal enemies, and then because of Peloton Dads, you you united right. in harmony and right. so, like a buddy cop movie. So I cannot wait to share this. So I had not met him prior to being a member of the Peloton Dads group. So I we like a lot of people coming together on social media. We had never known each other or anything like that. And basically, when he first started the group, it was a couple of years until I joined. And then after being an active member and sort of talking to him about how he wanted to shape the group, I mean, I joined with just a couple hundred members of the group and I didn't look today, but we're pushing 13, 14,000 members now. And we had kind of thought, had a conversation about how do we want to shape this group going forward and how do we want it to look in terms of what we want the group to stand for and what's the best meaning and how can you make this sort of experience for dads on social media most meaningful. And it was right after that point that he said, do you want to jump on board of sort of if you want to even call it a leadership team or admin team of this particular group? And of course, I said, yes, it's a great opportunity to really make a really big impact in a large group setting or it wasn't even then, but even now. And now we have a larger admin group and Orlando actually has taken a business opportunity and stepped down from the group. So we're running it sort of rudderless. It's great. <laughs> It's <laughs> what we do. Yeah, that is so what we far, do. So, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so who all can be part of the Peloton Dads group? Like anybody who's a dad? Is that what how you get in? Right. So we have like any other private Facebook group, we have basically a set of questions and there's three or four questions. And one of them is, are you a dad? Do you have children kind of thing? And then do you own a Peloton? What's your leaderboard name if you have a Peloton? So you have to be a dad to be or identify as a dad to be a part of the group. Do you have to have children or take direct care of children? You'd be a father figure, if you will. Sure. You don't have to own a Peloton. We have many members now that don't own Pelotons that are at various stages of their fitness journey that just are really interested in being part of an inclusive group of dads that promote each other. We constantly use the term, we've got a hand on your back kind of thing. And that's really true in the group. So you have to be a dad, but that's pretty much it. 
I'm really curious how these people that don't have a Peloton found the group. And I don't mean people using the app. That makes perfect sense to me. But how did they come across the Peloton dad group if they don't have a Peloton? It's either by word of mouth or via social media recommendations. So obviously, if you're in fitness groups, Facebook automatically puts you in this algorithm to look for other fitness groups. And sometimes they pop up that way. And then it's other people that are thinking about purchasing a Peloton and some people that just that use the virtual interface, just the app. Sure. That makes sense. And you said that you guys kind of had a conversation about how to shape the direction of the group. Where do you feel like you landed? What's the flavor of the group? What's it feel like in there? Yeah, it's a really interesting group of guys. I describe it as a group of the only group of 13,000 inclusive dads who are 100% supportive of each other and goofy, funny at different stages of their fitness journey, like I said, and 100% willing to support each other through every life stage of being a dad you can imagine, from having a new baby to adopting a child to losing a child, to getting married, to putting their kids through college and all of the above. It's basically a parenthood group for dads who are fitness related, if you will. But we do a bunch of other really cool things in the group. So we do rides in remembrance of lost family members. We did that several times through COVID. We've done rides for who have had a stillborn child and they just need that extra support and to know that this really big group of people that are thinking about them even. So that's some of the stuff we do. We also do fundraisers intermittently. So I had a logo designed for the group. I could probably send that to you guys. And we use this logo to sell t-shirts and other sportswear. And each time we do that, the group as a whole, I put a poll out and say, what, and it has to be a child or father or family related charity. And I say, what charity you guys want to fundraise for this time? And what we'll basically do is people just jump on board and start throwing examples of what they're interested in helping fundraise for. And I just kind of like right before like we got on the, on the call here, I put together a list here. So since we decided to start doing these fundraiser things, we've fundraised for the Ronald McDonald House, the Shine Initiative, which is a adolescent mental health advocacy and education group here in Massachusetts. It's really awesome. We've done ALS. We've done the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. We've done Childhood Brain Cancer Group called Team Jack. We've done No Kid Hungry, St. Jude Hospital, and the Special Fathers Network, and several other small local fundraisers as well for particular dads. And to date, I think we're just over $30,000 raised for these types of groups and foundations, which has been really meaningful to me, to be honest with you. It's besides the fact that I get to be part of this group, that's really just an awesome and supportive group of dads. It's just been really eye-opening how people can really put themselves out there and fundraise for such important causes. Absolutely. It's nice, too, that you kind of spread it around. That can be a difficult thing to land on who you want to help because there's so many different people in need. Yeah. A lot of worthwhile charities out there. That was a great list. Yeah, it was. Like I said, it's been super meaningful to be part of. I make this group sounds really serious and we're not. I mean, we have a dad joke Friday. One of the admin team guys puts out a post and you respond like every response is a different dad joke. It's the funniest day of the week, but caps off the week. We have a beer thread and we have a liquor thread and we have all kinds of different avenues of sort of like coming together as a community, which is wicked fun. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, you threw out the wicked. There's, yeah, there you go. There it is. I know who picked the Massachusetts charity. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's right. Have you guys interviewed the people from the Wicked Smart Zone? We have. Yes, oh, we have. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's awesome. exactly what you made me think of when you said that. <laughs> yeah, those guys are in our group too. <sighs> yeah, they're awesome. another great group of people. I'm curious, you said that whenever you first, you've been pretty much doing cycling. So you were also are working on adding strength to your home gym. What other kinds of Peloton classes do you guys take? Any? Oh, yeah. So in between my wife and I, we kind of cover a bunch of different things. I mean, we certainly into strength training, certainly into yoga, tons of stretching. I think between the two of us, we cover all the basis that they offer, to be honest with you. <laughs> we, the one thing that we don't have is this little guide thing. <laughs> this little guide still, thing. Uh, a little bit on the fence about this. I don't need people monitoring my movements. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the NSA. It's time. <laughs> I know. You're, you're, I mean, you're talking to a guy that was like, I don't know if I need an Alexa in my home. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know. Originally, he was going to do this entire interview wearing an anonymous mask. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I could do this video stuff. Yeah. Sure He's going to put on the voice modifier. And Did you cave and get an Alexa? That's the real question. Yeah, we've got these little, you know, they're actually uh, Google Home devices. Yeah. Yes, we have the Google yeah, Home too. Use, yeah. yeah. Oh, Although Google's been it. acting yeah. up lately. Ours Are you having so trouble with Google? slow lately. Yeah. Has it been? Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. been coming north. I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> that seems unlikely because typically uh, things don't start in the Midwest. Oh, like we're still oh, wearing yeah. parachute pants. <laughs> That's, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even try to make yeah. us feel better. He's like, no, no, you Midwesterners. Yeah. We've got a couple friends from the Midwest. And, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, well, we're... we're a blue dot in a red state. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I am happy to hear you say that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll get added for that. Yeah. Um, probably. But anyway, so Tom, you haven't asked Jonathan oh, anything. So give us a rundown of some of your more popular challenges that you've done in the group. I know that those are always seem to be a key component of groups like yours. Yeah, sure. So we have an admin in our group that decided to put together a weekly, boy, I can't even remember how long it went for. It was like 12 weeks, but it's a weekly challenge where we choose a 30 minute ride and basically everybody races this ride. And then you get points based off of how close you come to your previous 30 minute PR. Oh, and then, and you join a team within the group and then that team's points get added up. And then at the end of this period of time, they do a, the sort of bracket showdown challenge. It's, it's this hilarious thing. My also now friend, Adam (laughs) Klaus puts this together. Really smart guy. We we interviewed him. We interviewed him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Boy, he is just a beautiful beefcake of a human being. Seriously, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, just like one of the quality human beings in the world, that, that man right there. So what happens but if yes. you set a new PR? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. So that goes up every time. Yeah. It's not like you're trying to dial it in and get the exact thing that it's like you, you can go if past, you, go past so, you get extra points. Right. So the I, way he's at, right. So the way he set it up is you have to get 95 percent of your previous PR to get the maximum points. Wow. So and if you go over, guess what? Next week's going to be harder. Oh, oh. oh so you have no incentive yeah. to go above the. 
past PR. Well, so there's maximum points that you can get by going above. And I don't remember the whole calculation, but he's a super <laughs> nerd and he put the Excel spreadsheets together. And so I don't know. I like, like that it's based off of PRs and not based off of like max point. Like what I'm trying to say is that is a really good way to normalize yeah. however your bike is set. Like you just take that into consideration. The, yeah, it levels the playing I, field. I love how you just put that. Yeah. <laughs> So it's funny that you say that. So when I, my wife and I upgraded to the bike plus at some point mid fall last year or something like that. And we got this new bike and I I get on it and I am like a superhero on this thing. (laughs) And and then one day it was just being completely funky and I had to have fixed. And then they ended up doing the frame swap and everything. And then they brought me back down to normal. But yeah, for certain periods of time, I think we all can have a bike that's a little bit out of whack. <laughs> it happens. It does happen. He was yeah. like, I'm like Lance Armstrong, like a juiced yeah, I was. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> I was. And this was a bike plus. So I was like, you can't argue with me. Right. Because it's, <laughs> it's a bike plus. <laughs> man, you should. Man, I just kept that and started betting. I know. <laughs> I can pull money on that. <laughs> I know, huh? Oh, now here's a question. So did you have to reset your PRs after you had your bike fixed because you had gotten new PRs? What did you do with your so, challenge? Oh, so when I got, oh, that's a good question. Did I have to? No, you know what? I don't think I ever, so it wasn't so out of whack. I do a lot of the power zone challenges. So doing a 20 minute test is not abnormal for me. I did a bunch of these even before having a Peloton. So I don't think it was so out of whack that I would like beat my 20 minute PR or anything like that. If I was averaging normally on a ride 230 watts, this was like a solid 260. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were having an epiphany. Like, that's why I've sucked lately. <laughs> it's like, man, I never went back and fixed that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> So do you have a favorite instructor that you ride with? I have a favorite instructor. I would say that my favorite instructor probably is Matt Wilpers. And I say that regretfully and hesitantly (laughs) because I've been demanding that he be on our... So I didn't say this either, but we do intermittently do this thing called that I've named out of the saddle for 30. We call it the Peloton Dads Partnership. It's very geeky also. I was demanding that he be part of that and he still hasn't done it. But yeah. So anyway, yeah, Wilpers would be my favorite instructor. I like things by the book. I'm a former engineer. Oh, okay. um, Yeah. So you like the technical, you like the, okay. See, this is how the backstory is playing out in my head. You're by the book, right? And Orlando is like a loose cannon. He's a loose cannon crazy guy over there. (laughs) He is a loose cannon. Doesn't play by the rules. Take no prisoners kind of guy. And then you're over here. And then through fate, you're thrown together and mortal enemies. And you start this group. I got a whole thing going on. I know. Yeah. And then, you know, you do a little research and he actually never left the group. I just kicked him out. (laughs) (laughs) See, I was going to see, but yours took a dark turn. Mine was like, it's like, oh, he's like two weeks short of retirement. He's like, I'm getting too old for this. Like it was going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, he's a spring chicken. He just got a better deal from a business deal. So he was out. (laughs) (laughs) It does take a lot of work to run the groups. Like it does take a lot of work. So I get that. Yeah, it can take a lot of work. But I've I don't even know what you want to call it. But we have appointed a couple admins that are just awesome. They're super active. And we're a no build kind of group. So basically what that means is if people are being hostile to each other or just rude or people often bring 
harsh political comments into the group. I mean, you see everything on social media and we just shut that down and kick those people out. So we're inclusive to a point, but we do not hesitate to use the old band hammer to get rid of the people who, I hate to use the word conform to our, the way we do things, but that is the case. It's a private group. And if you don't want to play by the rules, we simply either ask you to leave or, or we remove you from the group. And that has really saved the atmosphere to be a very positive one for sure. I think it's important. I feel like yeah. It's kind of exhausting to have to police those things, but it also is yeah. important to be able to keep the you want it to be positive. And it's like it's OK to have differing opinions like nobody yeah. expects everyone to have the same opinion on everything. But you also don't need to be name calling or rude about it or just like say yeah. things that are just straight up hateful. You can just right. say your piece professionally. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, exactly. And having a no tolerance policy to that stuff has really allowed us to sort of keep with the theme of the group, which has just been awesome. That's good. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah it's, it's important to have a certain amount of etiquette and decorum, especially as it gets larger. Yes. Yeah, that is tough. We want to keep that atmosphere and the leadership group. Basically, we have this conversation a lot. Should we somehow figure out how to limit membership to reduce the amount of BS that comes out on a daily basis? And we do, you know, we do get a lot of sort of pushback from people that we end up censoring because of their attitudes towards other people or their either hateful commentary or whatever. And it is what it is. If you want to run a sort of, uh, if you run a tight ship, you're going to get that kind of thing. Yeah. No, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> so uh, do you have any advice for people just now getting their bikes? For people just getting their bikes. Or Peloton equipment in general, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. The subject we're talking about is Peloton. Yeah. Right? So, I would... <laughs> so like, I'll just go off on a tangent while I'm at it over here. It's what I do. Um, so far, yeah. so good. I mean, he hasn't even made a pop culture reference, so that's amazing. You've oh, made it man. like it. a whole half hour. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So if you're a dad, you got to join the group so you get all your dad jokes on Friday. Okay, so what's the question? The question is, do I have any <laughs> advice for people new to the world of Peloton? See, this is what we call early onset dementia. Okay? <laughs> Mild cognitive impairment at age 41. Okay, so my advice would be, People buy fitness equipment and because they have the sense that they really need to make a big change in their life. And I think that if you're buying a piece of fitness equipment, the answer is always yes. You already know that you have a big change you need to make in your life, right? So number one, that's great. You've made a great step in the right direction. Number two, if you go overboard, you will regret it. You will injure yourself and you will probably hate your life because you've just spent a lot of money on a piece of fitness equipment that you can't use. So the caveat behind this also should be as a medical provider, I should say that if you're buying a piece of the fitness equipment and you're very out of shape and you haven't exercised for a long time, you should talk to your doctor about it first. That once you get this bike, just try out all the different classes starting at 20 minutes. If you can do a 20 minute class, just try them all out. Don't try to follow the instructions in terms of the resistance and the cadence in the class. Just try them out, get your feel for what instructors work for you, and then start taking a little bit more of those classes. Once you sort of have the bike for a couple of weeks, jump into like one of these programs, the intro to power zone or whatever. There's a lot of those kind of things. I'm going to talk in circles now and also say after you've spoken to your doctor, make sure you watch that YouTube by Christine about how to set your bike up correctly because nobody likes losing watts more than I do. Right? <laughs> 
And, <laughs> and you will lose a lot of watts by not having your bike set up correctly. You're also I, love, asking for, I love that it's not about like, you don't want to get hurt. No, no, yeah. no. You don't so want to lose any watts. that's what I was going to say next. <laughs> so people are injury prone when they're not setting up their bikes correctly. It's true. It's He's true. like, right? BT dubs. <laughs> that's right. I will say that although Matt is probably my most followed instructor, you know, I take most of his classes when they come up. That Christine is like a very close second because her attitude cannot be beat. So I met Christine at uh, the Hincapi Fondo um, in Lehigh, Pennsylvania, just this year and got to ride with her for a short period of time and talk about just a funny, joyful human being to be around. <laughs> it's absolutely great. And I just, I love her classes. You know, people say, you know, Christine cries. And I'm like, I cry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing about Peloton. Sometimes you get on that thing and all of a sudden you're crying. You don't know why. It's crazy. It brings out the emotion. It brings out the emotion. Well, according to other things I've read, apparently humans carry a lot of emotions in their hips. So if you are riding a bike, right? That's right. What are we we talking about? (laughs) Never mind. Just saying you're using a lot of your legs and hips whenever you're using the bike. So, Tom. What? (laughs) I was agreeing with you. I was agreeing. Exactly. So, you know, I also, I love this series. It's like the mental health series. Yes. You know, like Kendall Tool did this like anxiety ride. And for people that have generalized anxiety disorder, I mean, these things just like, it's perfect for people like that. So I don't know anybody uh, that doesn't feel general anxiety these days. Like, seriously, there's so much happening in the world that it's just. I'll say that we try to really steer clear from once you guys are part of the group. She doesn't identify as a dad. I don't identify as a dad. I'm not allowed. So, okay, well, you can read the rules from someone else. (laughs) (laughs) But, But you'll see in this group, you know, we steer clear of political subjects almost always. Right. With a caveat being, we also try to speak about things that really affect you as a parent. So things like school shootings, we talk about those kind of things and really monitor them. And we put them in a single thread to monitor that kind of discussion to make sure it doesn't get out of hand and just crazy. Right. But I will say without getting off on a tangent, I do feel like as a father of two daughters and husband to a wife, and a self-proclaimed male feminist myself, I do feel like we're going back in time because we are. It's literally happening. Uh, Like I said, I can get off on a tangent about that. But that's the kind of thing that this group supports. We talk about that kind of thing in the group and it gets stuffed out in the open and you can go about your day if you're able to we leave it on the bike and in the group kind of thing. It's great. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And thank you for thank you for supporting women. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So have we asked what his leaderboard name is? No, Okay. no. Oh, Jesus. That's so my, a weird name, but do you, you probably get a lot of shout outs. <laughs> so, so, so let's talk about the shout outs. Okay. <laughs> so I will say sometimes I'm like seeing gray and not hearing much during these rides, but I will say I don't think I've ever got a shout out. But so my leaderboard name is JG the FNP. So I'm a family nurse practitioner. I work for the Lowen Cardiovascular Group in Chestnut Hill, Mass. There's your plug. You can find us on Instagram at Lowen underscore group. But, but so it's very non-creative sort of leaderboard name that just sort of talks about me as a professional now. And you've okay. never gotten a shout out ever? 
No, well, I mean, I don't think so. My admin team constantly like rags on me about that, so probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe use some reverse psychology and change your leaderboard name to "Don't give me a shout out." Yeah. Ooh. Uh huh. I could put like the real Adam Klaus on there. So that's another funny thing. So I have an Instagram account. This is just as an aside. You guys don't have to put this on your thing. So I have an Instagram account purely because I kept asking Adam for fitness advice. (laughs) And he kept sending me these Instagram posts. And I never had an Instagram account before, like last year. No joke. And my Instagram name is Klaus made me do it. (laughs) I have zero content in there, but all of his, I basically respond to every single post that he puts up there. And he has like a bunch of followers, mostly because he's like in way better shape than the rest of us. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's why Crystal has so many more than I do. <laughs> right, exactly. It's us middle of the pack riders that are supporting the rest of the crew. You know? <laughs> Man, we could deepen so, this interview and like the gloves come off. I know. I, I know. And one, like, I don't think you're know, the by the book one anymore. <laughs> I know. I'm going to send Adam a text right now. He's got something coming. <laughs> so. Well, before you do anything that you yeah. regret we yeah. should probably no wrap angry it up like, i'm really worried for you right now although you I plugged know. where you work so you can write this interview down on your work from home sheet that is so, true that uh, is true you can, you can now count it as time well, you know, spent i should working. do that you know yeah. i've got some awesome webinars out there if you go to the lounge group website if you go up there some great sort of like wise exercise important kind of webinars and stuff too which is fun oh awesome. that is good yeah, yeah that's so, awesome but anyway, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and joining us. But before we let you remind everybody where they can find you in all the places, if you would like to be found. Sure. You can find me on Facebook at Jonathan Edward and obviously search for the Peloton dads group. If you're a dad or identify as a dad, you're taking care of children <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram if you want to, but it's post any content. It's fairly useless. Maybe people should just follow you just to rib you, just to give you (laughs) so they can see Adam's stuff. (laughs) Right, exactly. I heard he's in much better shape. (laughs) (laughs) He is definitely in better shape. There's no lie. Well, thank you guys very much. It's been a lot of fun. It has. Thank you you so much. Okay, take care. You too. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? Hopefully on a boat. Hopefully. <laughs> but uh, you can also find me over on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the clip out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling. And running. No more parsnips.